Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Sorry about that little uh, frog burp there in a second. A little something came up. You did? (laughs) That was weird. But no, we're back with another episode. My name's Kyle Parks with Life in the Fast Lane. And as you can hear, we have uh, Mr. Nick. What's up, buddy? Oh, it's another day. It's another day. Well, it's a good day. It's another day to fight forward. It is a good day. Dude, the sunrise this morning was mwah, yeah, chef's kiss. It was yeah. gorgeous. It's followed by a storm. Yeah, I know. Good old boating terminology. It's always that way. It's like when life gets so good, it's always followed by some bullshit. Yeah. It's very frustrating some days. It is interesting. Everybody's like, oh, it's so, so cliche. It's cliche because it literally happens all the time. The sayings you know? exist for a reason. Exactly. Red skies in the morning, sailors take warning, and there's a storm coming. But yep. we're not going to worry about the storm because we're going to talk about leadership today and essentially just how to become a fucking boss ass. So how do you do that, Nick? <laughs> well, so, Okay. First off, good morning, everybody. I hope you're uh, having an awesome day, and this is probably, what, our first podcast of 2024? Yeah? Uh, that or the last one of 23. Okay. One or the other. So, uh, happy- I got to look at the calendar, but it's not in front of me. There you go. Happy New Year, everybody. Do we and- do push-ups? Oh, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. Damn it. All right. This is why you keep me on a podcast, because, well, ADHD is so much fun. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, done. All right. I'm done. <laughs> This is uh, this is actually really funny. So this is all part of leadership, right? Yep. Keeping each other accountable. And, uh, man, it's hard to do push-ups and think in push-ups at all at the same time. I'm just going to go to I feel like done. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at because I can't talk and count and do push-ups all at the same time. I was doing push-ups last night with my kids. I'm really sore, actually. <laughs> all right, I'm done. You're done. I'm going to do two more. I'm done. All right, we did it. Okay. Accountability, right? We did it. So... Here's the deal on leadership. It is not something that's in any of us naturally. It is something that you have to cultivate, think about, study. Um, what I would say is my number one I don't know, secret to it is find somebody that you think is a great leader and go try to, in your own way, mimic what they're doing. Yeah, your rabbit. Right, your rabbit. I've talked about that a million times. So, God, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Anyway, Deep breath. That's what I did. So, first off, ownership of who you are, what you're doing, what you've screwed up, and what it is you're trying to accomplish, and having that self-awareness. Exactly. Okay. So, once you know what you're trying to lead is the first thing, then you go into working on, well, first off, you have to lead yourself. And that is, I think, where everyone stubs their toe. Everybody does it. I've done it. I've seen a lot of people do it. And not everybody is a born leader. The world needs the workers. It needs the the the, the nerds. It needs the jocks. It needs everybody in between. It kind of comes down to the e-myth. What, which part? Kind of all of it. So you need your technician. Yeah. You need your leader. You need your managers. So you kind of need everything in between. But it all starts with the first person, the... I don't want to call it guru, but essentially the person that's making the idea. Oh. And then you have to... The captain of the ship. Uh, yeah. But the captain of the ship isn't the one that's, you know, let's say the ship is being rowed. It's not powered by an engine. You know, all those people that are rowing are very important. Exactly. And there's also different levels of those people, too. So if you're, you know... Okay, let's start this over. When it comes to leadership, you got to know what you're leading, first off. Second off, 
leaning yourself is key. If you're just, what do they call it, um, stocking shelves in a grocery store, and, and they call it facing, I believe. Yeah. You need to be the absolute best, what would you call it, facer in, in that aisle or in that store that, that you can be. Yeah. That's leading yourself. And leading yourself, here's where I, this is what I did growing up. I always pretended, I played major, major mental warfare games with myself, but I would pretend that whatever it is I was doing, the person that was mentoring me or trying to help me with it was standing over my shoulder judging me. Yeah. That's what I was doing constantly. So I was working on the race car. I, I had this crew chief. Uh, his name is Seth. We call him Billy. Big Rig Billy. Big Rig Billy. Big Rig Billy's awesome. Is he a big dude or? No, little dude. <laughs> little dude. Great guy. Family man. Just just great, great guy. Those are the best. Genius when it came to work on race cars. He taught me so much. And I've actually carried a lot of that information that he taught me over here in Dawson Manufacturing. So when when you're doing something, you know, it's good to pretend that, you know, you hear your dad's voice. You hear your mom's voice. You, you say you're cooking and your mom taught you how to cook. Well, you should pretend that she's sitting there judging you. You really, yeah. you really should, because that's going to keep you accountable. We talked about, um, I'm not going to name names this morning, but you and I were talking about an individual and they didn't go off in this situation when they didn't go off. When you said that to me, you and I thought there's a reason they didn't go off. You know what it was fear, fear of losing this thing. Right? I would say either, either fear or they lack the ability to see the like the bigger picture potentially but the re they didn't want to lose their job yeah or give somebody the opportunity to just be able to fire them yeah. right so that's a fear-based thing when you have when you're cooking and your mom's standing there and you don't want to get it wrong that's fear and that's a that's a good there's a good fear and there's a bad fear yeah so uh, what i'm saying is the good fear you want to have a little bit of fear of not screwing up that's a good thing and that allows you to then get move forward. Like yeah, that I, should be your awareness to do better and right. keep doing like, better. I'm terrified of failing. I'm terrified of it, and I don't want to fail. I don't want to let anybody down. And so my fear of failure is what makes me successful. Yeah. Because I use it in a healthy way. So It's a driver, not an anchor. Correct. And, and a lot of people let it be an anchor, and that's, that's man, that's bad. You got to move. You, a body in motion stays in motion. If you are, um, you know, trying to become a better leader and you're not there yet, it's okay. It takes time. And I don't think there's, I, I saw some talk yesterday somewhere about uh, perfection. None of us will ever reach perfection. Yeah. Ever. Um, I'm not, you're not. If you're, if you're a religious person, probably Jesus is like the only perfect person. Yeah. Ever. Um, allegedly that's that's what the book says so or bible excuse me <laughs> um so when it comes to leadership what what is i think and i'd like your your perspective on this kyle but to me leadership is all about listening understanding seeing a lot of perspectives and then at the end of the day saying letting everybody have their voice but then turning around and saying okay it is imperative that one of us leads the ship. Yes. Only one. So I see there's there's many facets to leadership, and the, there's a couple of books that I really enjoy, but the number one would definitely have to be um, Jocko Willink's books. Mm -hmm. um, he goes down, since he was a Navy SEAL, and you know he was running the the platoons and everything like that, he, he understood that 
not everything is going to be perfect and you are going to get punched in the face. So when you get punched in the face, you have to be able to come up with contingency plans. And what do those contingency plans, you know, rely on? Well, it relies on people, especially when you're running a business. So say here at Dawson, when we were going out to equip and the tires blew. Mm -hmm. So tires blew. We were planning on just making a straight trip there. Well, that wasn't the case. We ended up having to pull off the side of the road. But the thing is, is nobody sat around and complained. We grabbed what we had to grab. We got the job done. We got back on the road. You right. know, or even um, uh, an economic storm. Mm-hmm. We're going to find our way through it as of right now. Yes, things are rough. But we're finding ways to get ourselves out there to people that don't know about us. So that's your marketing. That's your the podcast that we're doing now that's, all the email blasts that we do. I mean, it's the whole nine, collecting data and being able to get more information out to more people. And I want to clarify something you said. You know, you said that, um, you know, things are rough. When we say things are rough, we're talking about the storm, not us. Yes, the storm. Like, just for instance, I think this week we've probably sold, we, we've probably done... Three, four mulch baits? No, no, more than that. More? I think, I think okay, I'm going to take the Black Friday week, and this, so we're recording this, Cyber Week. Yes. Okay. So Black Friday Week and Cyber Week is what we call it. In those two weeks, I bet you we've done seven hundred and fifty to $950,000 in two yeah. weeks. So there's, there's, we're not, there's nothing rough here. It, what it is is that we're dealing with a storm. Typically, the sa- we wouldn't have to work as hard for the sales. Exactly. We wouldn't, have to, we wouldn't have to put things on sale as much as we do. But that's how that works, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at any company and their sales are down, what do they do? They put on a sale. Exactly. That's just that's just how we get. I wonder if that's why it's called a sale. If your yes. sales are down, you just call it a, a sale. Potentially, a lot of stuff goes back to nautical because that's kind of where a lot of things started. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, um, when it comes back to you know being a good true leader, there's there's some big things. First and foremost, the mirror is the number one best friend of a good leader. Yeah, they stare in it a lot. I stare in the mirror a lot. I used to write down all my ambitions and goals like on a personal level not like i want to call exec but like i want to be the best father to my children i want to be the best husband to my wife i want to you know lose what you don't have to say i want to lose just put i want to lose weight potentially i mean some people want to lose weight some people are like i want to get to this when it comes to that weight thing y'all gonna understand that you're you're only in control so much of how much weight you can lose and how fast and putting that end goal is good but it's also puts an unneeded pressure on you which you have to understand is it's not a it's not a diet it's not it's just a matter of I'm changing the way I'm being and I'm going to create this new me and the other thing is is don't compare yourself use others as role models sure but do not emulate everything they do to the exact thing because otherwise you're trying to impersonate a character that you are not well you, I, you need to make yeah. the best model of yourself with the information that you're providing. Like, you're not Ed Wright. No. You're different than Ed Wright. Nope. You may have some practices of his, yeah. but all in all, from my standpoint, coming, this is me putting Kyle hat on, mm-hmm. you are a great leader. I'm yeah. not saying that I'm, you know, a Dawson employee. This is me just exterior of the company from not working here. You are a great leader. Thank you. And I know there are some areas where everybody gets up in arms, but that's because there's disagreements or there's, um, a different perspective on some things and sometimes yeah it's okay let's all cool down we'll come back to this in a little bit mm-hmm. just mull over it we're not going to let this go any further take a minute come see me in about 20 minutes yeah you know take a breath 
Exactly. <coughs> you know, and I know you've caught yourself sometimes is okay, for instance, with Sam, you've known him for a while. There's times where you guys tend to get a little bit further up in arms just because of how long you've known each other. Mm-hmm. But I know at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month, end of the year, you still love each other. Of course. And it's there's there's no hard feelings. It's we're at work. Nine to five is nine to five. When it comes to Sam and I, the 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 big thing with him and I is that I I believe that I have the absolute best his best interest in mind. Here's the problem. He's eleven years younger than I am, and he also got started in his maturity um, journey later than I did. Doesn't make him a bad person. Doesn't make him stupid. It's just different. It's experience. It's different. It's, like it's okay. Go back to like we were talking about weight loss. People are different. Look at you and I. You and I are it, it, almost on the parallel extremes of different as far as body types. Yeah. Right. Nothing we can do about it. So if I try to lose weight or gain weight, it's going to look like a, a totally different scenario than yours. But the end goal would be the same if we were both trying to gain weight or trying to lose weight or but if our markers were the same of like i want to lose 50 pounds if i lost 50 pounds there would be none of me left yeah that's just crazy you could lose 50 pounds and i'd be skin and bones but i'd be i'd be totally okay yeah yeah because i just have more meat on my bones exactly i'm just a bigger fella so anyway um so guys when it comes to being a leader first and foremost it, it is a it's a you thing you have to look in the mirror you have to educate yourself you have to really get deep down honest dive with you and you have to that i am i'm not asking i am telling you nine times out of ten you're lying to yourself somewhere can i say the one big thing that i've so this was one thing i noticed that i failed at last year was you have to implement and practice and you have to keep implementing and practicing in order for things to either stick or say this doesn't work mm-hmm. because you can know and understand good leadership skills and be able to speak about them and help people with them. But if you don't do it yourself, it's not going to get you anywhere. Correct. And, and something I want to add to that is credentials, right? Yes. So I'm a big person on credentials. Whenever I go into a situation, I try to remind people of my credentials in that particular scenario. Yeah. Right. So this podcast, when we first started, that was the first thing I dove into is, well, why should you people listen to me? Yeah. Well, here are my credentials. Here's what I have. And my level goes from the bottom, which is like way down here, all the way up to the X level that I already told you about. Now, I'm still in a deep, deep, deep learning phase of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, will that slow down in my life? Sure. I don't think it'll ever end unless I decide to just become stagnant. So here's how I see that. Airplanes. Airplanes never, ever fly level. They're, yep. either fly, they're either going up or they're going down. So as soon as you, you hit a point in your life where you want to coast, you're not coasting. You're falling. Hey, Wiggles, make another appearance on the podcast there, Mr. Wiggles. Say, so, yeah, give Hi. me a microphone. Hi, buddy. You smell? Oh. Oh. Yep, that's his nose. <laughs> Hi, Bubba. Yeah, it's our HR, Mr. Wiggles. Say hi. No, I know. I know. Good boy. Um, so getting back to the leadership, you know, it's never it, – it's always this uphill climb. Some days it's it's a, a heavier uphill climb. Some days it's it's not. In the days it feels super relaxed, you're actually probably losing ground. Yeah. Um, I hate to say that, but I've done it. I've lived it. I've, I've been the guy that would go to the local convenience store, get coffee and donut every morning for a year or two, just – moseying around the night i blink and i'd be like man why is my business not doing as good as it did yeah and you kind of it's not you have to be hard on yourself you have to be aware yeah aware we, we talk about self-awareness constantly yeah and that's just that's huge Uh oh 
My phone's ringing. Jake from Belmont. Interesting. Oh, it looked like Julia. No, no, from no. this angle. Nope, that's Belmont. That's my trailer manufacturer. Ooh. I wonder what they want. Should we Aaron, do a pause? Here, no, no, you're fine. I'll just text. I'll just text them. Oh, I was gonna say, do you want to put on a speaker? Ah, uh, that would be <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Hey man, so the. Uh... Yeah, right. Oh, look, now I've got text messages from Corey Ballard. I've got text messages from uh, Life Soils uh, down down in Florida. They, they sell a product called Command for top dressers. You guys that are doing top what dressing? Is co- what? what is that? It's to- it's compost. It's just a compost? Like- it's a blend. It's a blend of – it's a very strong – Is it something that like you get like Home Depot? No. No? no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's a commercialized deal. Um, I have to check them out. Yeah. It's uh, – it's incredible stuff. So if you're, I think they sell currently from South Virginia all the way down through Florida, and I think they're starting to migrate over towards Texas. So mm. if you if you guys are looking to, to start a banging money making crazy business, get into top dressing. There is a crap ton of money in it, and if you just get yourself like a eco lawn top dresser or get a, a DMT with a mulch mate, earth and turf, and then plop those suckers on the platform with the DMT. Mulch mate combo, you are in business, and it literally can be one guy, and you can make thirty thousand dollars a week. Yeah. So there's your there's there's a, a really nice little tip for anybody that's looking to start their own gig um, with with the the DMT mulch mate combo. It is literally not a back breaking process at all. Anyway, getting back to leadership. So leaders also do not lead with an iron fist. No. As much as you think that that may be the narrative, and if you've met somebody that leads that way, I'm going to ask you one simple question. Did it feel good? <laughs> Does not feel good. Now, every once in a while, do you? I'm going to speak for myself here. Do I have to get real with certain people? Yes. But, like, take a... We had, a, we had an employee... I'm not going to name names. But we had an employee here Monday that just was just... He had his head up his... He had his head up his ass for just a moment. <clears throat> instead of going back there and my 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 gut, like, initial reaction wanted to be like, go off and, and reprimand this person because this is not the first time he's just been silly. I pulled one of my, my head guys aside and I was like, hey, man, I really want to go off here. I'm not on you, on him, but that's not going to achieve anything here. And so I talked to him about it. My manager didn't give me anything that I could work with, but what he did do is he gave me the time to speak out my mind, like get get everything out of my head for a moment. Not all my anger, but like the scenarios. It helps to sometimes voice an opinion with a sounding board. Yeah. And, and just, if that's whether your team or a mentor or something like that, it just sometimes doing that helps you put the bigger picture in mind and then makes the scenario ahead of you a little easier yeah and, if it's, that makes sense and start with that sounding board person and say look i just need you i just Bob need somebody to listen now yeah of course because i told them <laughs> they're gonna take my truck back uh, geez i'm man this morning has been busy for me <laughs> Woo! um so this person uh i ultimately figured out through the sounding board what i wanted to do went back to him and said here this these are the facts this is what's going to happen you need to get this fixed and you need to do better next time I didn't, you know, I didn't say you're you're going to be fired or this or that. I I didn't go down those roads. So when it comes to being a leader, you've you've got to learn to balance all that. And and it's none of this, none of it in life. Like when it comes to home life, when it comes to business, none of it's personal. It's always about getting something accomplished. Whether it's you're on vacation and you're trying to figure out where you're going to eat dinner, and somebody's got to take the char- take the lead and go, hey, we're going to go to this sushi place. Like that's where we're going. Yeah. Not this. Well, where do you want to go? Well, no, I don't know where you want to go. Like for all you guys out there, like I'm talking to you guys and women, 
I'd love to hear your opinion on this because I've studied it, I've read books, I've tested it, and I have a very strong opinion on this one. <laughs> it is our job as men to 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 be gentle, but then ultimately end up making a decision and and following through. We're supposed to be the leaders. We're not saying that we're the we're like the uh, slave drivers. We're, right? We're not that. We're like here, come hold my hand. Let's go to dinner. Let me get the door for you. You know, shiver ain't dead. I hate yeah. to tell you, it ain't. I, I still open the door for my old my old lady, and I take her to dinners, and I and I do all things, even though we've had just full clarity. Everybody understands it's not not a, it's never been a perfect marriage. So don't think that that you know everything on my side of the fence is like this uh, unicorns and rainbows situation. It's it's not. So it's something that I have to constantly work, 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 work on. And that is what a good, de- a good, I almost said detailer. Why am I, <laughs> why did I say that? I don't even, oh, I know why. Cause I'm, I'm detailing my, my Audi here soon. I bought some stuff for it. Ooh. Uh, so it's bounced around my head. I'm, I'm actually, I bought these brushes on Amazon and you can actually put them into a drill and you'll scrub the leather and make it soft again. That'll be nice. It's not going to be hard like it is right now. So anyway. You're going to have to bring it around when it's ready. We'll get some pictures. I cannot wait. It's going to be nasty. Anyway, um, so leading and being strong but not demanding are are very different things. Um, A good leader also knows how to to visualize and and then translate that visualization in your own mind into everyone around you. Yeah. So it could be, you know, home life. It could be, you know, hey, honey, I want to buy a certain size house in a certain location by a certain time okay now she knows what the heck you're thinking all the time and she can either you know help push you towards that or help you save money or you know not spend or or whatever the case may be your kids same thing you know they they want to know what's going on they're not dumb kids are freaking smart yeah um well that and they're sponges too so it's if you're able to show Leadership, like you said, it's not something that you have to be a iron fist and you have to come in, you know, throwing that around and telling people what's what. No, it's, look, this is the direction we're going. Just follow along and we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we're going to go to Park Tavern tonight, which mm-hmm. actually Chloe last night was like, hey, babe, I really I would enjoy a steak, but can we just go to Park? Because we. What'd I say? Well, it was funny. So. We ended up going to get my hair cut. She's like, oh, can I come with? I was like, that's fine. It, you know, Matt's going to be there. Anthony's going to be there. We're just, we're going to have a good time. And, you know, I'm I'm going to bullshit because that's just what I do. And we hung around for a little bit. And we get back in the car and she goes, you know, we went for dinner. I was like, uh, honestly, I haven't put any thought into it. I'm like, does anything come to mind to you? And she just starts driving. I'm like, I know exactly where you're going. And she's like, where? I said, the place where Mulch Mate was born. She's like. <laughs> tavern i was like uh yeah uh, she was like no shit yeah no so it was kind of funny that i i told her about it, it was the, it was the outdoor patio or was the indoor it was the one so when you walk in the front door to the right oh the, like glass room so when i was there that was when i came down with the pneumonia last lovely yeah so i was well i, I didn't come down with it but when i i went in there i was experiencing all the symptoms and it had a lot of shivers and stuff like that so we never <laughs> ate that much when i was over there yeah i was like uh so i don't like that side of this the place sorry well <laughs> it was the middle table right by the wooden anyway um isn't it funny that was okay going back guys to to good leaders right paying attention to your people having a a actual caring bone in your body these these people are not your slaves yeah right they're not you're not my slave you're my teammate you are a branch to my tree that i'm trying to grow as big as i possibly can yeah and you give the you give the ability for free reign mm-hmm. but you give structure so 
that actually really leads pretty well into what we're doing now is with the the new website. Mm-hmm. It's paint me a picture and tell me what you want, and I will come up with something. And you're the one, like you were saying the other day, you want to tackle one thing and then go to the next. Tackle one thing, go to the next. Mm-hmm. Whereas I need to create, I essentially need to create this big web and then we need to go into the details. Mm-hmm. How do you want this structure to lay? Mm-hmm. So that's how I built it. And then I said, all right, give me three things to fix. Mm-hmm. I fixed them. Now we're on to, right now, we're trying to make a build-out form, which is another nightmare to get into. But Just the next thing. You live and learn. Yeah. Which is funny. The form cost $9. Uh, <laughs> 09, baby. So What podcast was that? No, oh, number nine. Number nine. Go back to listen to 09 on the ninth podcast. So... I did get confirmation from Craig, CFO, let him know, hey, I'm going to need to get a form in order to build this out. He said, it's totally fine, but it's still the ability of, hey, you have free reign. I, this is how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then since I don't know everything about building the website, I have to figure it out, but I'm making it happen. Right. It's just one step, one step, one step. Mm-hmm. You know, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%. Yep. And what, so, I, what I notice, like kind of piggyback off what you're saying, a lot of leaders will just be like, go, just go do it. This is what I need now. Just go do it. And it's like, no, 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 no. You get you to budget enough time for it. You have to give structure to it. You got to say, hey, this is kind of my dream. This is kind of what I think is going to, you know, what I think it's going to look like. Does that make sense to you? Right. Yeah. And, and then you have to have open and clear communication between the parties because right. I come to you and go, hey, I need, I'm at this point. What do you think? change this as this okay cool i'll go back we fix it we come back perfect now i want this and this all right cool yep. and so, when, when your people ask about like why take the time and explain it to them yeah because you're, you're educating them on your way and the more they know the more they can help serve the cause yeah show the path right right show the path and your job is just to put up some basic guardrails if you will as a leader to then help get the overall vision created mm-hmm. right it's like pain it's like look at doctors and surgery and all that yeah the doctor knows everything but he's got a team of people around him that are cleaning stuff up or handing them scalpels or, or whatever doing all the typing and then he's got the lawyers for the legality it, it, it takes, it's very extensive it takes an army to get that kind of stuff done and and just it's just like it, raising a kid oh my gosh dude yeah if y'all don't have kids whew, it is a lot of anybody that have kids i'm sorry you need to stop talking about people that have kids because you <laughs> you don't know. And people like, it's funny, my old man, we were talking about this last night, he's like, you were easy to raise. I'm like, well, first off, I'm amazing. <laughs> but second, you you know, you didn't have a wife to worry about. You didn't have any other kids. Where you had one singular thing to think about. Yeah. One. It, you didn't have to think about the, the camaraderie between the kids today, tomorrow, next week, next year, you know, 10 years from now. You didn't think about the, the wife and how, it, you know, her feelings and, and, you know, how much is she drained, all these different things. And that, again, goes back to being a good leader, being aware of your surroundings and what's going on and then taking it all into consideration that, you know, we all, our batteries inside of us deplete at different rates. Yeah. You know, some people can reach my wife never understood why I took so many vacations, you know, throughout our relationship. And she's like, it always just felt like you were just trying to get away from me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It had nothing to do with getting away from you. It had to do with me needing to recharge. Mm-hmm. I was freaking wore out. And I, when I work, dude, like I hear people all the time. They're like, I, I just can't sleep. Listen, I've lived, I've lived a life where I couldn't sleep. And what I learned was I wasn't working hard enough. Uh, if you work hard enough, you met, I've worked my mind to the point to where I, I, I can't stay awake and physically I'm fine. 
But mentally, I am just um, asleep. Yeah, you have to be like a Tesla plaid and just freaking full throttle the whole time. Yes. And then there's other times where I've worn my body flat out and my mind not out. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy. So I've, I've lived both sides of it. I've lived the, the very stressed out, high anxiety, nervous breakdowns, um, anxiety attacks life. I've had all that. I've gone through all of it. Um, it I've watched other people go through it. And it's, it, it's what I've learned is working hard will always help you sleep, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's exhausting, Doing this podcast, honestly, it, it wears me out because it, it, I'm digging through so many files in my brain, like trying to like figure out, okay, what do I say that's going to deliver the most amount of value and, and then deliver it in a way that's so broad broad, and then like laymaned out to make it understandable to everybody. But still also hit on the fine points. Right. And that Mulchmate's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Um, so... You Check know, it out at com. That's right. Just go there and be square. <laughs> but, um, you know, okay, leadership, right? It is, it's about laying out the plan. It's getting the visualization. It's listening to your people, giving them a voice, helping them understand, getting yourself right to the point to where people can't um, question you. Like, for instance, yesterday, uh, one of our guys in the back was – uh, he put a riv nut and a piece of steel for this trade show. It's a one-off piece we're making for this trade show. It's getting powder-coated at this very second. Um, but he messed up the riv nut. When he, when he put it in, he installed it correctly. But when he put the bolt in, he cross-routed it, and then it jammed up, and he couldn't get it out. Ugh. And I said, okay, well, now you got to cut the head off because it's like bolting on this, t- excuse me, this TV mount. I said, cut the head off. And then he went back, and he got a pair of pliers after cutting the head off, and he's trying to, like, he got the TV mount off, and he's trying to, like, wiggle the bolt out. I'm like, Dude, that's not going to do it. Just go get a hammer and hit it through the hole. And this is why I know that him and I are on a good level because he didn't even look at me. He just turned around, went and got a hammer, came back, looked at me, and went, ha, wham, hit it one time with a hammer, and it just dropped out of the hole. And he looked at me, and I was like, thanks for trusting me, bro. And it's just all those years and years and years and years and years of me not being afraid of the work, going out there and busting my knuckles. I mean, dude, I couldn't tell you any scars were on my hands from, from working. And then translating all that in a way i've built this rapport with this person to a point to where there's there's this undeniable trust if nick says it i'm gonna do it and that's the goal it's not a matter of notice i said the word trust it's not a matter of you you need to listen to your boss it's not what this is a that's bullshit yeah well we also have understood that like you with the racing background you have the experience of when it comes to things with metal yeah, you kind of know what's going on with it. Yeah, there's not much. Not like many. when it comes to making very good wood projects, I know to trust my dad. Sure. Like he built the pretty much the entire all the trim of my house or my parents' house. My dad did mm-hmm. the entertainment center. My dad built a lot of the storage containers around the house. My dad built. Um, he did all the drywall and stuff in the house because it was yeah. all it was it was that horsehair plaster. Mm-hmm. So he tore everything out, put it all back up. Oof, that's a big job. Um, see, I've done all that. Yeah. I used to do fine car, cap, uh, cabinetry, building cabinets. I did uh, the biggest project I ever did was build uh, horse stalls. Mm. So I built eighteen these big cabinets, and they, you could put your saddle in and your chaps in, and all the medication for the horse. and And people would rent these things out at these at this uh, equestrian center. Yeah, um, this was years ago, dude. I was only like fourteen when I did this. So um, yeah, that's another area that I'm. I'm uh, you and your dad, your dad and I could probably get along real good. Yes, <laughs> but um. 
other other than that, right? So I do actually have a question with the leadership. Is one thing you might be able to put some hints on. So as people kind of grow their company and they're they're becoming leader themselves, but they need to be able to create leaders. Mm-hmm. How do you go about that? Because Sam like all of us, we're not perfect, but Sam has definitely stepped up in reins and areas of leadership. Yeah, for sure. So how, how, do, you, do, you, how do you create a leader? Yes. Okay, so it's pretty easy. So first off, you lead by example, okay? he's He has watched me stay consistent for a very long time, and the first thing you have to do is you have to gain their trust. So I had, a, I had an employee at my old landscape company. His name was Fernando, and when he first came to work for me, that dude would not trust me at all, and it was very frustrating and what i learned in that scenario was i had to gain his trust and about it took me about four months and it got to the point where he was like mr nick you got it no problem i got you yeah you've you've earned my respect and that's very big in in the hispanic culture um you've got to gain that person's respect um so first you have to lead by example you have to show that you're undeniably in control of yourself Okay, not in control of the whole business. Yes, you should be. But like this business, I'm not in full control of this business because I have people in place that do their do the jobs. Right? That's what my job is to, yeah. to teach people to do that. Um the second thing is is that you have to have check ins. So what I do is I I do this to you too. I do this to everybody. I go in and I check in. Hey man, how you doing? What's going on? How's this? How's that? Whatever. You know, whatever's going on. And then the other big thing is listening. I will sit back and let someone air out their dirty laundry to me. And, and it's not, when I say dirty laundry, it's not always, this person said that, this person said that. Sometimes it's just, hey, I'm struggling with this. Let them finish. Like, you notice when you talk on this podcast, I just, I try to stop. Yeah. Like, you do it very well. I struggle with that because I want to jump in and help. And I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> I want to just go, kind of go at it. And I'm well aware that I do that. And I'm very well aware that I need to throttle myself. So I tr- I try very, very hard. But when it comes to Sam, um, the biggest thing I ever think I ever said to him that I think sunk in the most is I said, Sam, it's now a decision. You know right from wrong. You know and wa- you've watched me do this for a very long time. It's time for you to make a decision whether or not you want to take the reins and lead this or not. It also comes down to making decisions with people and, and helping them understand that, hey, wh- where is it you want to be? So Sam made it very clear. He wanted to be number three in this company. Yeah. And I said, okay, we can make that happen. But here are the expectations. This is what it's going to look like. And so I'm constantly going after him and saying, hey, if you want to be number three, you better make the decision that I'd make. All right. And sometimes, no, I'm not going to say sometimes. I am always telling people, stop using the word easier. If it's easier, then anybody can do it. Yeah. You sometimes need to take the road that is really going to suck. And then you, I guarantee you, you take that road, it'll be way better. We had the, the, the freaking, we we have this this cart for the trade shows that we put the Multimate on and we demo the Multimate to everybody and it's all these booths all over the country. Yeah. Well, this past, whatever week, we've ha- had somebody in the company cut it all up and redo it and make it better. But the plan that was talked about drawn out wasn't executed properly and so he kept trying to put band-aids on it band-aids on it and i said stop 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 does this look like something that i'd build and he goes no and i said okay so why are you building it he goes well it's it's just easier i want to just get it done 
did anybody ask you to get this done or did they ask you to get it right? And he goes, well, they, they keep saying, make sure it's right so we don't have to, like, it's not hard for us when we set up trade shows. I said, exactly. So you're literally not listening. Yeah. Listening is key to all this. Your people will teach you how to lead if you just shut up and listen to them. It's it's crazy. The the All the, I'll take you for instance, Zach. When you when you and Zach were working together at Scarlet Oak, I guarantee if you look back on those conversations, he probably was teaching you how to lead. Tell tell me I'm wrong. In certain instances, yes. Certain instances, no. When it comes to us going home early at the end of the day because he had to fight traffic. Granted, I know what he needed, but what we needed was to keep working. Sure. So what do you do? You make a change. You start earlier, right? Well, we did. We start every day. We had the blades on at 7 a.m. Right. And that, and that wasn't normal for you. Yeah. Because I was the one pushing you saying, dude, you need to get, to, you need to get your ass. Because I would watch you drive by at like 8, 9 o'clock. I'm like, dude, it, you're wasting time. Yeah. Get And then you made that change. And I'm sure that had to make things better. And then I would beat you out of. You would. Ultimately, you ended up beating me. And I'm like, okay, he took me freaking serious. And then when did I arrive at your house to cut your lawn? <laughs> Too freaking early. 6.30. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember because I, I can't see you, but I'll hear I'll hear the blades come on because I, I told Kyle, I was like, yo, you can cut grass as you want. There's no one lives near me except for one person. They don't care. You know yeah. who they, and you know who they are. Um, so getting back to, you know, great leaders and how to, how to build them. Listening to them is huge. And then making sure that it's – it's a very gentle process. If you're if you're really hard on people, they shut down. Yep. So you have to be. Th- this is an incubator. It takes time. It takes understanding. It takes awareness of okay, this person's either too young, or they're too old, or they like to lie to themselves. Some people are not leaders. I had a guy named um, Dustin that that came to work for me right before I sold my landscape company, and. Um, Guy could lay brick and run job sites. He was a he was a master, really great dude. Like as far as getting that work done, he was incredible. He built some stuff for me, and I was like, hmm, "That's didn't know that could be done." That was as good as I would have done it, if not better. Like he taught me a couple of things. So so again, like I I know that I'm not the foremost expert in every single thing, um, which was what makes me good. He could not lead a crew to save his life. Because all he would do is run around and yelling at people. Yeah. Like, you, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. You can't do that. It's not, like, okay, great example, Kyle. Somebody runs around and keeps saying, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. How do you think that's going to make someone feel? It's going to make it feel demoralized, essentially. Right. Does that incentivize you or not? No. Right. So, as a good leader, you go and you go, hey, man, I see you did something like this. I understand that that's how you understand to do it, but can I show you a better way? Yeah. And they'll go, uh, sh- sure. And then you go, the reason I'm showing this to you is because I believe I can make it even easier on you. Yeah. Wouldn't you like that? And they go, oh, God, yeah. Of course I want to make it easier on me. All right, well, then let me show you. And so what I've done is I'm not I'm not leading. You know what I'm doing? I'm selling. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm selling. Like, I sell the Mulchmate story and brand to not only my customers, but I sell it to my people. Tell mm-hmm. me I don't sell it to you guys. Oh, you do. I sell it to you guys. I sell it to my vendors. I tell I tell them how exciting everything is. I tell them, man, it's amazing. I, t- I had a friend that called me this morning. How's everything going? Dude, it's it's incredible. Hair's on fire. And I never, I, ne- I try never to go, 
It's shitty. It's weird. Ever since LA of 2019, I have... I Okay, so you know how I always say I see what you see just from the back seat because I'm not driving? Sure. I have seen a picture in my head for some... And I don't know why, but ever since 2019, I've seen a picture in my head that every single landscape company has a mulch bait on the back of their class four class fives it's it, it should be that, that way that's where my brain was it immediately mm-hmm. you know and even though i was on the outside of it i was like oh that'd be cool to have one but at the same time i was like man it'd be cool to help them too you it, know it's a cool feeling when you like i've been to cities now and i've been driving along and i see a multi go by and yeah. i'm like holy freaking crap like not only was that my idea but my team executed it they get built and they get shipped and i never even touch one yeah how freaking cool i'm a, I'm a mini that's ford. my idea yeah i'm a mini ford that's freaking cool yeah and and what that all comes from is years of being gentle years of being kind years of because here's the thing if you're kind and you're gentle to people typically they're going to want to help you yeah typically. so i'm going to have you wrap this segment up and I want to kind of like dive into something else because I feel like it would help people a little bit let let her rip so well I was gonna let you finish real quick unless you're done okay so just to cap it all off a good leader knows its vision they're gentle they're kind they listen they listen you hear me that's that's a very big thing they also need to take a break every once in a while recharge the batteries and come back stronger so when I say that I mean take a day or two go to the mountains and rest don't get on your phone. Don't go drinking. Don't do some dumb shit and wear yourself out. Focus on you. Focus on you. Breathing techniques. Read some books and just disconnect for a minute and re- actually recharge. It's very important that your batteries are charged up. If they're not, like I was saying earlier in this, in this episode, my wife used to ask me, why do you take so many vacations? Because I, okay, I'll give you a great for instance. I went to um, Indian Wells, California in 2000 and into 2015 right right before my daughter was born and i remember i went to the jw marriott and i sat in that hotel for a week did nothing yeah. i literally sat in that hotel i went and played golf on that resort in the jw marriott course you can look all this up it's beautiful i'd play golf i'd come back to the hotel i'd sit in the lobby and i'd sit there and i did nothing i didn't look at my phone i drank water and I did that for a whole entire week, and that's the best I ever felt in my entire life. Hmm. I, did, I didn't was, do anything. It was literally a reset. It was a re- I needed the reset. <laughs> it was factory reset. Nick sent him back to the JW. I did. It was great. <laughs> I want to do it again. I need it. I need it bad. So, okay, that's that's what I got. Let's let's dive into what you wanted to ask. Kyle. So, it's still in the leadership part, okay. but when it comes to decision-making, there's, there's two different ways that that's I typically see decision-making. So, you have decision-making where you have to make decisions right then and there. Yep. And then you have the decision-making where you, you, you have to step back mm-hmm. and not necessarily take a week or so, but you, you have to mull over it without going into analysis paralysis, taking too long, and all right, say within a week, mm-hmm. right? That's your time span that you have to make this decision. That's too long for anything, but okay. Well, I'm just giving a, like a... Okay. Okay, we'll say it within, by the end of the day. Okay. How's that? Okay. So you have two scenarios and examples that you can list. One where you have to make the example now and you have to make the decision right then and there mm-hmm. versus you have the time to think. How do you go about those? Okay, so remember we said in the beginning of this episode the sayings ex- exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. Think long, think wrong. Okay, your gut will t- tell you exactly what to do. Yeah. So here's how I do it. 
if I'm in the middle of something and I need to make a decision quickly, you'll see me do basically two or three things all at the same time. I'll fold my arms, I pitch my head up, close my eyes, and I literally shut everybody out for a second. Just for a second, and I literally can sit there and see all the different scenarios that are running through my head. And I can it's see... like Doctor Strange in the... Uh was it uh, Infinity War when he's going through all the analysis of how they're going to beat Thanos? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, my Marvel f- friends that hopefully are listening, <laughs> he goes through, I think it was like 4,781, whatever the number was, but he goes through sure. all these different scenarios on how he, they can beat Thanos and they only win in one. Wow. And that's what you're doing yes. in that scenario at that very moment when you yes. have to make a decision yes. is you're running through all those scenarios to make it happen. So what's an example of one? Um, Equip with the positions of the mowers? Would that be one? Sure. So so what I'm doing is, first and foremost, it's a matter of I don't worry about, oh, God, I got to make this decision. Like, I, I hear this a lot. Yeah. Oh, God, I got to make this decision. This is so hard. Blah, blah, blah. How often have you ever heard me, since you've known me, ever say, oh, God, this is going to be so hard? I haven't heard it. You just go, I got to figure this out. Exactly. So first and foremost, I'm starting with the the position of, all right, okay, this is what's going through my head, guys. Forgive me for being so brutally honest here. The bullshit stops with me. Yeah. Nothing gets by me. If 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 something has to get done, it, it may get by you. It may get by Sam. It may get by Craig. The shit will stop with me, and I will make sure of that till the day I die. So first and foremost, my attitude is that. The second part of that is is that I sit back and I think about basically how is this going to affect marketing? How is this going to affect my customers' feelings and psyche? And then ultimately, how is this going to serve this certain situation? So like the position of the tractors, right? I have rules and, and guidelines in my mind. Like everybody else is just like, oh, it'll work right here. This is fine. And what they'll do is they'll like let it all play out. Well, if you're if you stop being so lazy and actually think about it, all the different scenarios of how the cartmate dumps or the snowmate twists or the, the, the literature is here or the, um, you know, how the customers are going to walk around it, how much space do they need, are they going to walk, walk around in pairs, all that is going through my head in a matter of a three-second period of time, very, very much so. Exactly. That's not the hard part. I'll tell you what the hard part is. The hard part is when I have to look at you and I go, you need to move the shit right now. That's the hardest part. The hardest part for me is telling my people, you've worked really hard, it ain't good enough. Because that's how they're going to hear it. Yeah. They're going to hear, oh, I didn't do it good enough. Unless you've trained them to understand that none of this is personal, this is business, and what I'm trying to do is make the absolute most amount of money for you and your family. If they don't understand that, it's going to feel like a personal attack. Yeah. So you have to make sure that before the tractors have to get moved, when we talk about the tractors need to be moved, the guys will put the tractors in the booth and they'll be in this one position. They'll put it somewhere where they think is best. And I show up and I go, you need to move it three inches. Does the three inches really matter? And in my head, sometimes yes, sometimes no, right? So what is, again, sayings exist for a reason. Is the juice worth the squeeze? If you're going to sit there and squeeze the piss out of an orange and you're only going to get a couple drops, that orange is dead. Yeah, you don't you don't want that orange anymore. So when I when I talk about posi- moving positions of equipment, sometimes it is ultra important that every decal is applied straight and that every um, you know uh, the carpet stretched right in this booth. Like when we go to Kentucky to the big show we call it Equip Now in um, 
in Louisville in October, to me, that's our Super Bowl. Yeah. And when 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 you when you experience right, I'm using the word experience the Super Bowl, it's typically perfect. Unless there's a wardrobe malfunction, which sometimes is a good thing because it, it creates stir. Look, we're talking about it like 20 years later or whatever it was. Um, but when we do this in Kentucky, I want to make sure that nobody outside of our team can find a flaw. Yeah. Nowhere, period. And the other thing, too, is like that extra three inches moving or over allows for somebody to get between the mowers a little easier to be able to experience something like the knuckle on the car mate or how the actuator works on the snow mate. So it's, yes, it sucks, but at the same time, it's that little bit allows for that ability for somebody else to make a purchase. Sure. It's like, okay, go back to, we talked about this in another podcast, Chick-fil-A versus Burger King. It's Chick-fil-A is a freaking chicken sandwich on a, on a bun. It's quite bland to be honest. Yeah. But a lot of what the reason it's so, Listen, this is this is statistical facts. Six, it is far more successful than Burger King. Mm-hmm. Period. Not that I like it more. I'm not saying I do or don't. I do like Chick Fil A more. But the reason I like Chick Fil A more is because of the experience that I've gotten in that environment. And the reason that Chick Fil A is able to do that is because they have solid leaders instructing the the baseline goal, the vision of the whole thing, and then they're able to then execute and then hold those people to a standard and not run the business with an iron fist. If you're running, I tried it. I tried to run my business with an iron fist. It got me nowhere. Typically, people fight an iron fist with an iron fist, too. They do, and it's fire with fire, right? Mm -hmm. Saying is this for a reason. Don't do that. Sometimes it's better to go, hey, Kyle, I understand what you're saying, and I understand your feelings on this certain situation, but from my experience credentials right it's best if we do it like this because in the past i've experienced this 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 and this and this credentials it will more than likely turn out like this does that make sense and when i say does that make sense first and foremost i'm trying to get your understanding yeah now secondly this is this is scary and it's going to sound ridiculous but i'm actually trying to force you into what i want so it's this mind game of understanding you. It's also me trying to understand that you hear me and that we're in agreements. But well, that and it turns the tables of it's not now my decision. It's your decision, but now it turns into this is what I should do or what I want to do because then it's me repeating it back to you and then you executing or me executing. Correct. But ultimately, as scary as it sounds, I'm trying to force you into what I want. Yeah. Truthfully. But – what I want, being the captain of the ship, it's it's a manipulation of feelings to try to then pull you into the circle to then ultimately get to, to get done what I'm trying to get done. And I hope I hope that doesn't come across as a negative. It's it's truly not. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting your head right, getting your feelings right, executing the project, and getting done what I need to get done. Yeah. That ultimately is is the end goal. Now, with that said, there are times. I, how many times have you heard me say I've said it I know I've said it um, I'm going to do something stupid no, yeah well that <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I do some stupid shit sometimes no but don't make me use my power yeah I've said it and it's a warning shot and a reminder of everybody of in this building or like my booth at a trade show that's mine I I don't actually sign the checks because I pay somebody to sign the checks but it's my business it, ultimately it's it's my decision 
Yeah, if you're going to go with creating the hierarchy pyramid, you are at the top. I have to be. Yeah. Somebody, anybody that says we're all equal, we're not. Yeah. We are, when I go into your house, am, who's superior? Me. You are. And ev- we all have to understand that there's a chain of command to everything. Yeah. When, when, and also being aware of the respect yes. of that chain of command. So, like, when I come into your home, I don't always go, hey, I'm going to do this. No, it's, hey, may I please use your restroom? You know, like I do that every time. I know it sounds kind of redundant, but it's like, hey, can I, can, may I use your restroom? Or, hey, I have to grab something. Can I get X, Y, Z? Yeah. Just, you a, know? just a real quick thing. It's a respect level. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went to your wedding, it's your, it's your day, right? It's you and your wife's day. Equally, it's not happy wife, happy life. It's Such happy spouse, day. happy house. Yeah. I've right? used that so much. People are like, I've never heard that. I'm like, yeah. And that's how we run it. Because people are brainwashed. Yeah. The whole world's brainwashing you. And it's just, it's very, very sad. Now, there are times where you kind of do the happy wife, happy life. And sure. that's. It's fun. Yeah. I love, I love pampering a woman. I think it's, I think it's great to buy them flowers and chocolate and making someone happy is, is, one of the most joyous things in the world. I was teaching my daughter that over the weekend, and my daughter last night, literally by herself, seven-year-old, sat there and wrapped like 30 gifts. <laughs> That's so awesome. We have a pool table in our house, and uh, she literally sat on the pool table and just wrapped gifts That's awesome. for hours last night. And and she came back to me, and I was I just finished making dinner, and uh, she came to me, and she was, Dad, I can't wait to give these gifts to everybody. And I said, doesn't it feel good? to give mm-hmm. doesn't that feel good and she goes yeah I, I really don't want much for christmas honestly i'd rather just like help you guys i want to i want to know how it makes you feel because steve wozniak said this about apple so uh, anybody that knows who steve wozniak is he is he's the genius behind apple steve jobs was the marketing mastermind behind it all but steve wozniak was the genius still alive does podcasting he's really cool look him up he's he's got a cool story he had said he, you know, he he is literally when you when you, I saw this thing from uh, you know, remember Steve O from Jackass? Mm-hmm. He had, he's he's actually cleaned his life up and he looks like he's doing really really well and very very his happy for vo- him. I and it's nothing against him. His voice for some reason makes me. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, it is. He's a great guy. Don't what? get me wrong, but it just I can't do his voice sometimes. Yeah, it's whack. But he he went and bought an Apple computer with Steve Wozniak and he pulled out his uh his Apple employee number because they were trying to get the employee discount and he goes, "It's a, I'm employee number one." it's like that's cool they showed a picture i'm not to look it up and show you but um steve wozniak said said this everybody asked him about all the millions of dollars he had made and and how much success he's had and he goes yeah that doesn't matter he goes what matters is when i drive home at night and he lived in california so he's i can't remember where in california but there's hills full of like million dollar homes yeah he goes you see a hill right there see all those beautiful homes and and the interview guy was like yeah aren't they nice he goes yeah they're Steve's like, yeah, they're they're really really beautiful. Um, he goes, you want to know something that that makes me really happy about that? In the interview, guys goes, what 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 makes you happy about seeing all those million dollar homes? Is it because those people worked hard and made a bunch of money? He goes, yeah, because every single one of them is an Apple employee, and that's what fulfills me. So getting back to being a great leader, that's a great leader. A great leader is someone that puts others first for a moment and helps them achieve their goals helps them visualize, helps them get out of bed in the morning. Getting out of bed in the morning is such a sensitive thing because a lot of people get out of bed and they dread their day. And like today, I got my daughter on the bus. Today's Friday. And uh, that may not be when this podcast comes out, but I put my daughter on the bus and I put her on the bus every day. I hold her hand every day. I kiss her. I tell her I love you. I give her the I love you fingers when I put her on the bus. I did notice that when you one time when I turned around, I saw you do that. I was like, 
Hmm. Yeah, that means it's so it's I love yep. then you. Um, so it's sign language. So my dad started that with me, and I've carried that tradition on. But I make sure my daughter knows she's loved. Yeah. So every day I put her on the bus. I love you, baby. You know, every day I hug her, kiss her the whole nine years. Got to get emotional here in a second. But the um the bus driver um every Friday she goes, thank God it's Friday, and she's this big, fat, sloppy, just bleh. and I'm like, that must be terrible. Like when I see Friday. I'm like, dang, what did I get done this week? Right, it's over. Um, oh, I do a tally at the end of the week. Like, what did I accomplish? Hmm? Like, right sure. now, the big thing is getting this freaking website going. And it's, wow, I learned how to do this. I learned how to do that. I learned how to do this. Like, it's really cool being able, like, I don't know any HTML or anything like that, <laughs> you know, but it's still cool to be able to go, oh, I got a video banner that repeats without having to press play to work. Yeah. Versus having to, you know, post something and then they got to press play. Like, that's and just, you just became do more anything. valuable. Yeah. So it's like, I enjoy being able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with getting a camera and being able to help take pictures of the products, it's not just that. I want to do it because I want to be able to go on trips with my family and take pictures and not have to save everything on my phone. I can put it on the computer, play with the edits, and just have fun with them. Yeah. You know, and Chloe's like, well, what started that? I'm like, honestly, I really just wanted to go on hikes. Yeah, they're awesome. Like, I would love to do that, but there's a dual purpose for it now versus having just one singular thing. And then the camera sits for half the time it's being used constantly. Yeah. It's so, beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And, and being okay. This is another big thing for leaders out there is, um, being alive and aware in the moment is key. Yes. So for instance, I'll give you a great reference. Any, anybody that's listening to this, go just go on YouTube and put in mulch mate dirt monkey. Mm. Okay. And you're going to see a, the very first video of Mulchmate that was ever made. That blew up. That it, it, did, it did very well. Hundreds of thousands of views, and it, and it absolutely helped us as a company. But what I want you guys to understand is none of that was scripted. I didn't know the camera was going to come out. I was just trying to show the man the machine. <laughs> and what you saw was... Genuine Nick. Genuine, hardworking Nick. And at the end of the video, Ed Wright did a Super Bowl moment for me. Yes. And... What you'll notice, and I learned this, this was not something that that I originally would have been like, but I had to teach myself this. Ed Wright went on this tangent, and I could have been like, yeah, well, we think this, and blah, 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 and add to it, and I just, all I said to him was, yeah, well, we agree. That was it. That was all that was needed. No, Nobody needed to say anything else. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, less is more when it comes to being a leader, sometimes letting somebody else roll with it is a good thing. You're rolling with this whole Shopify thing. I just kind of bat around some ideas and you move. So if you had to sum everything up at the end of the day, how would you define leadership in a very simple way? Kindness, listening, understanding, uh, being able to to be self-aware, um, being able to relate to your people and understand where they are, and then being able to create your own vision and then be able to paint that picture for everyone whether it's a vendor a customer or your people and treating everybody with the absolute utmost respect beyond what you think is necessary calling somebody an employee to me is is a um is is not a good thing you want to be able to call them your people your staff your your crew your friends your team i don't say friends i yeah that's why i went to team yeah yeah so when i walk out that door at five o'clock there's a door right in front of us just so everybody knows (laughs) i'll be a i'm a whole different person 
I, you're a whole different person than me. You're Kyle. You're not my staff. And five o'clock comes, I'm, I let go. It's, it's over. The day, yeah. the day, the work day is over. It's now time to have some fun. Let's go have a bonfire and have a drink. Um, so that, and you know, one thing real quick, cleanliness. Cleanliness for a leader is is key. Shaved? Do you shave? Did you get your trim? Oh, he got his trim. Good man. Shaxy. Um, but okay, right there. Night. Look what I just did. Look, I just did that. And I didn't even know it. I paid attention. Yeah. I listened. I engaged with you. I I put a little spotlight on you. Made you you know feel good. Like Nick's thinking about me. Nick remembers this. You know that that knowing everybody's name and and engaging with them you'll notice the top leaders in your life if you go spend any time with them it doesn't matter where they go everybody knows them yeah because they've left a mark they the other day i went to my my place where i have all my shirts made and uh i took gavin with me and i did it on purpose yeah i wanted to show him what a good leader looks like and we went in there everybody's like hey nick hey man hey 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 what's how's business how's life how's friends how's this how's that how's you know and and when we got it's done like the one guy mission barbie i mean you can finish but we went to mission barbie together and you did the same exact thing as you did one of the uh, managers there everywhere i go because what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to infect people with positivity and positive energy and that will serve me like yeah. i was just telling you today mission barbecue tomorrow yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's a Saturday. They're having their VIP event. Yeah. There's only going to be like 50 people there, and I'm one of them. Like, it's not because I go there a lot. It's because the mark I left 10 years ago or eight years ago, whenever they first started, you know, and it's not fake. Yeah. It's not fake at all. I try to serve everyone is everywhere I go, but the one thing I don't do, I will never enable somebody. Yeah. that I'll never just go do it for them. I'll tell them. I'll tell them how to go do it, but I'm not going to do it for you. That is where my line is. Yeah. You will show the example, and then you will let them finish it. Well, yep. it's like the toolbox. You you showed me how to do it. That way, for the next time that anything, something like that happens, this is how you do it. It yep. was just, this is the example. I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do it because then you're not going to know. Exactly. You're just going to figure it out, and it's going to take too long. You don't know. No one can figure anything out unless they do it. Yeah. They have to do it. It's kind of like take. I always preach around here: take notes, take notes, because the the act of writing something down is so powerful. Or even taking a picture, just so that you have the example in front of you. At least you can go back to it. But like writing, like okay, for instance, Gavin and what we learned the other day was he is. I I write down and draw out a lot of the fab stuff. Yeah. Or like for my engineering team, I'll draw it out to kind of paint the picture. But then what I what I didn't do with Gavin before, which we're doing now, is I now force him to redraw what I just drew. Yeah. Because if it goes through his mind, into his hand, through a pen and onto paper, I damn well know he understands if he draws it correctly. If yeah. he doesn't, I make him redo it again. Yeah. Not I redo it again. He has to do it, redo it again. So that is me giving him the time and the space to get his job right, but also being there to help and to clarify it. Yeah. Right? And then that's – and I do it in a way where I'm not like, ah, you got that wrong. Ah, that's just – I don't understand why you did it that way. No, no one's going to be receptive to that. Yeah. Nobody. So you, you have to go, hold on, time out. I literally do – I'm doing a T with my hands right now, guys. Um, you have to go, time out. This is – start over. Let's go back go, go back at this again. And then you say, hey, does that make sense? Or do you understand? Or that looks great, but we have to tweak this a little bit. Yeah. Not that's wrong and you tweak that. Looks good. Good start. Start Always lead with a positive. Lead with a positive, lead with a positive, and then come in with the need, the want, the change, whatever. Yeah. And you'll get 
you'll get much further in life. Yep. Much, much further. So, guys, I think I like that it. that is the end of one of probably many podcasts we're going to do on leadership. Um, there's a lot to it. I hope you enjoyed it. We love you. Thank you for joining uh, Life in the Fast Lane podcast again. And we hope you have an amazing new year. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to email us at hey, H-E-Y, fastlane at gmail.com. And if you'd like to check out more of our products, the Dawson Manufacturing products, please go to mulchmateusa.com and you can find the mulchmate, the truckmate, the cartmate, the snowmate, uh, heated hand grips, dual pod, tripod, all kinds of cool stuff um, there to help uh, your landscape business. Um, yeah, get your write-offs in, boys. Yeah, get your write-offs <laughs> in. And then uh, don't forget, if you guys are looking for a coach, a mentor, somebody that you can bounce some stuff off of that'll be real with you and actually move the needle and not just sell you a bill of goods that's just a moneymaker, I don't do it to make money. I do it to to better people. Go go to MultimateUSA.com currently and scroll down to the Carlson Coaching Program. Uh, pick out one of the time slots that works for you, and I will be more than happy to jump on a call with you and talk about anything and everything um, that pertains to your life, your business, and it will absolutely help you balance things out and grow and become the best you uh, that there can be. Exactly. Love you guys. We'll catch you later on the next episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Have an awesome day and go kick some ass. See you. Bye. Ultimate.